importance but in that. But do you look for signs of it? Absolutely. Every woman does. Like, of what? Like signs I, of what? Of uh, money? Of like, financial okay. stability. Rolling. Oh, for sure. Bingo. Yeah. <laughs> I, I nice shoes. Now you're capping. We ain't doing that no, here at the Meatness Network. Opposite, I'd rather a girl fly me out if she's not my girlfriend. If she is my girlfriend, I'm not gonna let her fly me out. Because mm. at that point, I feel like, okay, dang, you, you flew me out, you ain't my girl. Okay, cool, I'm gonna come out. I appreciate that. I'm gonna take you more serious now. Well, I see what he do. But once it starts, I do. Like, <laughs> 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 <laughs>Yo, so one of the things I really wanted to have a conversation with us about um, is, y'all know, I'm, I've been very big on like creating your own table, building generational wealth, and um, just really building that legacy. And I think, especially with people who look like us, right? Um, I see a lot of us chasing money, but we're not really chasing purpose, chasing legacy, chasing really securing the bag so that the next generation can have the bag. Um, you know, <clears throat> Patrice, I'm curious on the show that we have with, with me and you, we went viral, I think for like the wrong reason, but for a dope reason, Correct. you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. you was like, Hey, while I'm living my life as a single person, I'm going to be a successful, wealthy woman. Mm -hmm. And you said that sometimes men are intimidated by your success as a successful black, wealthy woman. And so I want to get a brother's advice. You know what I'm saying? Um, all of us are either dating or married. Um, I'm, I'm gonna start with you, uh, Justin. Mm -hmm. How do you feel when you heard that? When you heard her say, as a successful woman, she is successful, wealthy, sometimes make more money than most men. Do you think men in our, in 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 general we are intimidated by that kind of a woman? I think if a man's value comes from them making money, they'll be intimidated. Mm. But if your value doesn't come from money, it's like, to me, it's almost like, you know, it's like some people just like, they was like lame in school and then they make money and they think like, oh, I'm cool now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're still lame. You got money. <laughs> <laughs> but, but here's the thing, you can be lame in school, because I wasn't the most popular person in school, but you can grow and develop and you make some money. Now you got, now you're a little fly with it, you know what I'm saying? Like, I always knew how to dress. I just didn't have the money to put it all together, you know what I'm saying? So I think... <laughs> me, it's an asset. Like, a girl making money, I'm like, man, I wish I'd have met you when I was 19 playing Madden all day. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I think, like I said, if your value comes from, hey, I make the money, I run the household, blah, 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 then I, I think, and that's a, that's a shallow value because I think because a lot of us don't come from making money, we feel like money is going to solve everything. Mm -hmm. And then when you get money, you're like, well, no, there's still problems here. There's yeah. different problems. But it's still a problem there. Cyrus, you're single. And, and I think, here's a good question, though. We got to be real here. All of us here make a lot of money. Mm -hmm. yeah. Let's be honest. Yeah. So do you think, Cyrus, we're coming from a different lens because we do make a lot of money? And it may be a little difficult for us to meet a woman who makes more money than us. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, we're successful. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, so if you weren't making the money you were making today, mm -hmm. would could you still date and build a legacy and value this kind of woman single at your age, making not even half of what she makes. I would say, so we honestly to Justin, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> a little stutter, a little stutter. Uh, no, so most of the women, cause I'm, I'm new rich, yeah, like yeah. I'm new money. Yeah, I got you. Only past year and a half, couple years. So most of my life, I've dated women that made more money than me. Mm 
mm. and like significantly more money than me. Yeah. And it wasn't anything that it actually never made me feel away until, you know, as I started getting older, later 20s, and I was dating women that were a bit older, where I could tell their mindset was starting to shift, where they were caring more about me making money. Usually when I was younger, the girls didn't care as much. They saw potential. But as I was dating women that were older, they were like, nah, playboy, you have to come with this, come with that. And then they were verbally saying things. Oh, yeah. And so now on one end, as a man, it definitely can can trigger and it it can, uh, of course, it can create insecurities. Yeah. But, you know, after I started hearing it a few times, I was like, okay, well, either I'm going to start complaining about what these women are saying or I'm going to appreciate the fact that they're telling me they just being blunt and saying, what's up? And it's like, I have two choices. Mm -hmm. I can either stay broke and just complain about this and complain about how the women are talking Mm -hmm. or I could wise up, get my money up do what's right. Yeah, I definitely don't want to be with someone or date someone that is still like so money driven where that's the first thing that they care about when it comes to me. But realizing that every woman cares about that in reality, God cares about that. Like you have to be a provider as a man. That's something that's a requirement. It's like, so, okay, I learned that and I know what it is. So would I be able to, okay, so let's say, okay, I lost it all right now. Right. Would I be comfortable dating a woman who makes more? Yes, definitely. But I would pay very, very close attention to if she still is is very feminine with me, if she's still respecting me. Mm-hmm. As I would pay, I would pay extra because honestly, it's harder now because now women naturally act feminine. They naturally act mm-hmm. submissive and soft and all those other things around yeah. them. So now it's like, okay, is it just because you see me, you see the money I'm making, right. and you see a rocket ship, right. or is it because you, this is just who you are whenever you're dating a man. So now it's harder. So actually, it would be easier for me if I didn't have money. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And to, Absolutely. To, to that point, though, I also think that the the respect, what would make it tough is the lady respected you less because of money. Yeah. Because, mm-hmm. again, like, for me, it's like, okay, how I treat you or how I am shouldn't matter about money, but also respect has nothing to do with, like, mm-hmm. money. But it can come from that previous generation that was like, oh, Girl, make sure you got your own money, do your own stuff. Yeah. So no man can do this, this, yeah. this, and this to you. So mm-hmm. now if you grew, you grew up like that thinking, well, I make my own money. I can do this. And like, no, we just, we still in the house together now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no means no, even if I ain't got it. You know what I mean? <laughs> even if it's your money, right. you still ain't doing it. <laughs> that is a little, but, but think about it. Imagine somebody saying, no, but we can't do that, but it's your money. Yeah. Like, how do you, how do you respond to that? Yeah. I, th- I think there's a lot of assumptions, though, made about women who are already established and successful. What because what what we were talking about before was the fact that without even knowing me as a person, people start to make those assumptions like, well, you're probably not that feminine or you're probably not going to be submissive. And I'm like, no, I'm submissive when you show that I could that, submit to you. Right. Nice. And (laughs) but also, I mean, because what's required to be a woman who produces at this level, it does take all of the it takes the masculine energy, you know, but is it masculine energy? Yes, it is. No, it is. It it, it It is is masculine energy, which is fine because we both have masculine and feminine energy. That's not the thing. Mm -hmm. But when I'm with a man, I know, I know how to like tone that down. So it's not that it's the assumption. What I find and what we keep talking about is the assumption people make Mm -hmm. that if you have a certain level of success, you're just automatically, uh, I'm a boss chick and I'm this and I'm that. And I'm like, no, that's not even my energy, but you're projecting that on me. What do you do to, because realistically, like, you know, 
I'm sure most guys can agree with this. Usually, most of us, whenever we've dated successful women, especially before we were successful, usually they do come with that type of energy. So we understand that every woman isn't like that. You mean right. one who's not like that. What do you do to offset that when you like connect with a man early on to like kind of like address, not necessarily directly, but like maybe even like indirectly address those things so the dude doesn't feel that way? Quick pause from today's show. You see, life is a roller coaster of highs and lows. You see, when we're soaring, we're on top of the world. When we're winning, it feels like we can conquer and challenge anything that comes our way. Like, we could win, but let's be honest. When we're going through tough times, when we're navigating through a storm, it can be overwhelming, it can be depressive, and it could be hindering our ability to be the best version of ourselves. You see, over the last two, three years, I've learned the transformative power of therapy. You see, collaborating with a therapist can equip you and I with the insights and strategies to empower ourselves, helping us to face life hurdles with newfound confidence and power behind us. I want you to consider therapy. And, I, and while you're considering therapy, I want you to consider my friends over at BetterHelp, a top-tier online therapy platform known for its accessibility, adaptability, and affordability. I call it the three A's. You see, by filling out a concise questionnaire, you will be connected with a licensed therapist who resonates with your unique needs. The key word there was your unique needs. Moreover, the flexibility of changing a therapist if it's not working out for you is easy with BetterHelp, and you can do this at any time because we want you to find the best therapist that's going to help you progress and move forward in life. Investing in our mental health is a step towards a more enriching life. Investing into therapy is a step towards you building long-lasting wealth. And to facilitate this, you can get 10% off your first month by visiting anthonyoneal.com forward slash therapy. Again, that is anthonyoneal.com forward slash therapy, or you can click the link in today's show notes. But the key thing here before we get back to today's show, start your journey towards self-empowerment today. And let's together resume our path to personal growth. Let's get back to the show. First of all, I usually don't talk about anything work-related. I don't talk about work or money because that's not what I lead with. Understood. Like, I really look for the connection, the vibe, the energy. Um, are they respectful, not just to me, but to servers or people who exactly. are around? Do they seem generous? Like, what I'm really looking for is the honesty, the mm. kindness, the integrity. Mm. So I'm not really talking about money or work early on. I just, I don't even mention it. Most people who initially meet me, I never talk about what I do. They're mm. like, oh, what are you doing? Like, ah, oh, a little online, a little something. Uh, oh, I don't do much. I usually leave it off the table. That's what I was going to say. If you are you are you leading with that in a relationship? No. Like, we come from a different space. Mm. Like, we come from zero mm -hmm. together. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And do y'all think? To, to your point, someone asked me, Anthony, do you think that two broke people should be dating? Y'all were broke. I did. One hundred percent. I'm going to tell you sure. why. Mm. I'm going to tell you why I think that that's really important. Mm -hmm. It's important for us coming from zero because that's why we've been together for 24 years that's why we've been married for 18 years is because there wasn't a i came into it with this mm -hmm. or like we were at the table and you guys were talking about prenups like yeah. that's not a conversation for me because everything we have is ours like mm -hmm. we worked together. together we built it together mm -hmm. from zero mm -hmm. to where it is today but she could make more money than me for at least I would say 25% of our 
relationship mm -hmm. because she okay. came out of college with a degree and I chose the military and she came right out and was making money. Mm -hmm. So all that means to me is that while she supported me and held me within that space and that season that I was in, I knew that when it became my opportunity, because she continued to uplift me and found the talent in me that took me and propelled me beyond what she was making, and that's why we're here today, mm -hmm. is because of that, I can now say, your job is done. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's my turn. So in that first season where she helped build us to that, mm -hmm. we needed it. How old were you all? 15 and 15. Well, yeah, so that makes sense at 15 and 15. Let's keep it above. <laughs> it does. You dating him at 30 in the season he was, in the mindset he was at 15. So take that mindset at 30, would you date him then? Yeah, I mean, as long as he has potential and, and as long as I see uh -oh. that, what was that? She said she potential. Talking about, uh -oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they can grow in his face, then yeah. I, I guess that's kind of hard. I, don't, I think, I think, I think it's kind of hard. I don't think so. I think at 30, I think at 30, so there's levels of potential, oh, right? I think my sister Kathy. I think she's in it because she loves you now. But yeah, I'm kind of hard to. You know what I'm saying? I wonder. <laughs> dated three other men that had potential, but their potential never realized, and then he was dude number four. If you still would have done it, or if yeah, you're like, oh, you know what I'm saying? Because that's usually yeah. what happens with a lot of. But that's what I'm. But that's what I'm saying. Like, I can't. I, we we could take that perspective, but it's our. I think we're an anomaly. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. Because like this is a this conversation. Like, if I'm looking at it from where I am, the one question I would leave with on the money side is from you being in that relationship, you say you don't leave with that. Yeah. Exactly. If you love that man and you as a woman are in a position to where you are a provider, mm -hmm. what's more important than that? Is it that he can actually provide when you are also providing or that he loves you and he can take care of you? I can answer that. Don't let Patrice answer that though. No, no, about what? No, don't you start. <laughs> I, can, okay, look, I can't answer that because I was in a relationship for 18 years, married for 15 and a half. Mm -hmm. And my former husband was an incredible provider. Mm -hmm. However, the other things that I listed previously, they were lacking. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So at this point in my life. What was lagging? You said the kindness, integrity. Integrity. Yeah. Snap. And normally kindness. when they can't provide, they lack that other one. That's right. A lot. Right. So for me, you know, I know at this stage, at 42 years old, what matters to me more. So I don't have to lead with money because I know how to make money. Exactly. I know how to manage money. I know how to multiply money. Mm -hmm. I don't need you for that. I mean, I would love for you to be able to have that, but that's not what I lead with because mm -hmm. it's not a requirement. Yeah. I don't need it. But the other stuff that companionship brings, that's, that's what's important to me. But do you look for signs of it? Absolutely. Every woman does. Like, of what? Like signs I, of what? Of money. Of like, financial okay. stability. Rolling. Oh, for sure. Bingo. Yeah. I, I don't. Shoes. Yes, you do. No, no, I don't. Now you're capping. We ain't doing that no, here I to meet this network. So this I don't. Man, so, so you meet a guy, he's incredible. And I'm I'm not talking about the, the, the movie scenario, but you meet this guy, he's incredible. Mm -hmm. He's driving... A $5,000 car. I'm not going to give a type. Yeah, don't. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He's driving a $5,000 car. But he's incredible. Mm -hmm. But he has absolutely nothing. Mm -hmm. He takes you out to dinner, and when you're done, it's like, hey, let's, let's, let's stop by your house. And you go to his house. Mm -hmm. And he lives in the most questionable area. This has happened. He's the sweetest guy to you. This has happened. Are you dating him? Yeah. I date multiple people. So, yeah, I'm not dating with the intention of marriage. So, I date multiple people. Everything's <laughs> 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 
They uh, have. Oh, they said people. she just said. Like she's dating. Just, he's dating. We're, we're cool. We're friends. Right. But she's not looking oh, at him she, as a husband. She didn't no, say friends. She said she, dating. Okay. But I know where she's at. <laughs> right. <laughs> she just, just got divorced. She's just in the streets right now. No, she didn't know. She's not like that. Oh, my God. She no, said, not. I've been locked up, but <laughs> I'm dating. I am not making I'm no dating. decisions right now. If the right person you, comes, so she's trying to get she, you know, the the broke time, the rich. Time. But here's here's one can provide. Here's a serious it. question that I really want to ask. True. Here's a serious it's question I really right, want to ask because I think that was good. I bring that up first because it pissed me off in the comments to see all the brothers going after my sister. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because it was like, yeah, they were going. They was going after her. Yeah. Like, she's this, like, oh, man, you need to be more submissive. Oh, if you make this kind of money, that means you don't know I love a man. And I'm like, like, why are we so intimidated as men with successful people? I ain't trying to get deep and spiritual, but, you know, when Adam woke up, Eve was right there. God put Adam to sleep, said, hey, you need help. Mm-hmm. So when he woke up, he met Adam. Mm-hmm. No, Eve. Adam met Eve. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> for me, I'm like, okay, wait, he put me to sleep, made something specifically for me. I wake up, I see that. Mm-hmm. So when I see Patrice, for an example, and if that is my wife, I should see that's for me, everything that is in that. Yeah. I don't understand why men <clears throat> are intimidated by something that was created to help you build wealth, to help you build a legacy, to help you do life and accomplish your, your God-given purpose. And when I was in the comments, I'm texting Patrice like, yo, stop stop responding. Because these some lame brothers, honestly, in my opinion, because I'm like, I'm not intimidated by a successful woman. My ex-fiance, man, she made, I mean, I can't even say how much more money. She, I was making $38,000 as a youth pastor. She was running banks and branches all up and down Florida. Wow. I was like, like, hey, how you doing? You know what I'm saying? Because I see the partnership there, and together we can do more. Right. I'm curious, uh, Victoria, you're you're married to Alex, who's on our team here, and you work and you do things. He works with us. How was that conversation at home with what y'all are doing as a unit? Like, how are you all working together? Because I'm noticing this younger generation, they actually like the 50-50 thing. Like, let's work together (laughs) and build together. (laughs) Is that a well, you laughing? Wait, like, wait a minute. Right, right. <laughs> I wouldn't honestly. I don't look at it as fifty fifty because, from one, we're whole individuals, so it's honestly a hundred a hundred. What I put out, what you put out, um, what I put in, what you put in, vice versa. So for us, our unit, um, we met young as well. I was nineteen, he was twenty. So we've been building for the past ten years, um, and that's honestly all we really know is to really build. Um, so for us, it just works. We make it work, but it's a choice. We choose to make it work. And it's not just, you know, how the 50-50, okay, he take care of this, take that. No, it's more so we put everything in one pot. Mm-hmm. And how are we going to decide to work on what needs to be paid here? What what can be contributed here? What can be invested here? Vice versa. What Even in parenting, parenthood, it's more so, okay, I've been full on for a week with Ace while he's out of time for work. He comes home, he gives me a break so I can have that reset for myself. So it's just, it's a team. We're just working together. We're a unit. And 
it's not more 50 50 we're one mm. so it's just we're not looking at it as okay you did this i did you you did this i did this no it's more so okay we're operating as a unit mm. how, how old were you when y'all got married we were 25 I feel like a lot of that comes from the younger you meet somebody. Yes. Because yes, mm-hmm. it's like interdependence. Like exactly. We, we no, we were we together because we needed. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. We did. Yeah. And we did. You know what I'm saying? Like so now somebody else start making money. You're like, yo, oh, hey, yeah. Yeah. let's go out. You know what I mean? But yes. now you built something. And maybe you lost some stuff. Right. Yeah. You you some of I went through a divorce. We're right. divorced, and now like okay, wait, okay, somebody took something now. Mm-hmm. And whoever come the next time we. Make sure. We <laughs> 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 got at least I ain't saying got me fifty fifty, but we gotta figure this thing out. So I think, yeah. I, but I do because y'all already got the young too. So it's mm-hmm. like we don't even think about that because we always just it was always a pot and it was just yeah. yeah. Whoever yeah, is living, whoever is sleeping. But here's the question: Is that how it should be though? Meaning, meaning what? That's how it should be. Mm. Are you saying that's how it should be? That's how. That's how I'm saying. Asking, asking, are you asking yeah. that it, it should be a, a young because piece. because here's what I'm thinking is like because you're young you don't that's what you just do yeah, yeah. like yeah. did life take, teach us to do what we're talking about or is that what we naturally would do? Mm. Mm. I think that people are wired differently. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's that this situation that you see, um, it's not for everyone. Everyone's not like. I think your upbringing has a lot to do with that. And I'll tell you why. Her parents have been married. My parents have been married as long as I've been on this earth. I was in my mother's stomach when my parents were married. Yes, sir. Mm. So, and uh, her parents have been married for 38 years. I grew up with that example. Mm -hmm. And divorce was never an option for my parents. Mm -hmm. My dad was in the music industry. My dad is still in the real estate space. And... Through those things and all of the challenges that come with being in music, my parents are still together to this day and love each other to death. Mm-hmm. And to see that it is an example that will let me, it, it lets me know. And then also it's what I display to our children mm-hmm. in terms of what a relationship and what love mm-hmm. looks like mm-hmm. so that they know when they get here that it's not an option. If you put a gun on a table and two people are having an argument, somebody just pick it up. Mm-hmm. But if that weapon is never there, as an divorce. option, mm-hmm. which is divorce, mm-hmm. you work through it. You do. And that's really the thing. So um, I just think that it's the examples. I that said it in one, one of our shows that my dad, he's from the South, old, very old school. And he says, if a man is not cheating on you or beating on you, mm-hmm. then there's nothing you can't work through. What? And that He always says that. That and that's his thing. And, and the beating, the beating yeah. is not just physical. It can Come be a mental, emotional, okay. emotional, emotional, all of that. Yeah. Any of those things. So yeah. like, I, and, and I want to make sure that that is also... Mm-hmm. That that is explained is the it's not it's not yes. a physical it it it's it's every aspect of that in mm-hmm. terms of abuse so mm-hmm. if that's not there what it why is it not worth fighting for mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. let's stay right there Joe on your show you talk about you talk a lot about healing mm-hmm. and you've even shared your testimony of how you've had to heal from past situations as well I think one of the things that's preventing us from building wealth uh, and we can all talk about it but I would definitely want to talk about it with Joy because. I go to Joy's show and Joy to really learn how to meditate, heal, and really think within. I think what he said is like, hey, people need to heal from internal um, um, hurt, um, uh, you, you name it. How, what is the first process that you would say healing starts from? Because I think not healing prevents us from building wealth. Okay. Mm-hmm. Just recognizing who you are 
And that means what you like, what you don't like. Because yeah. a lot of us go into relationships and we don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the past relationships were really bad. So you think that everybody's a certain way. So you have all these false expectations, false everything. It's just take some time to yourself. And like before me and CJ moved in with each other and started living together, I told him, you know, hey, I'm going to just take a year to live by myself because I didn't want to take in the taintedness into this new mm. pure space mm. because everybody else wasn't, you know, and that was my first step being alone. Mm. Be by yourself, mm. women. Yes. <laughs> and detox from everything that you thought was love because it's not always pretty. You know, the fairy tale Cinderella glass shoe, he came after me. No, mm-hmm. no, no, no. Love is work. Mm-hmm. And then you really you really don't like them sometimes, mm-hmm. but you love them, you so say? you keep working. So it's mm-hmm. it's just learning what it really, really is and what you really want, what you have to deposit, not just take. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a lot of things, but it starts with being alone to me. I would say that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Self-discovery, mm-hmm. self-awareness. Are you the toxic person? Mm-hmm. Nah. You know? Oh. <laughs> you know, no, I, you. Been. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, I definitely have been the toxic mm-hmm. person. I, yeah. I would, and be. I just know my my mistake was I was always like my parents have been married forever, mm-hmm. and my dad was a leader provider. My mom never had to work, so I went into every relationship as my mom. Mm-hmm. So that's why you helped like that. Mm-hmm. So you ain't doing. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't raised to do it, you know, Um, but I will say with CJ, our relationship is we both work. We both are. I recognize that being a liability was not Uh cool. Uh I'm being real. It wasn't. It wasn't. Uh Let's talk about it. Talk about it. (laughs) Well, it doesn't doesn't work. A liability meaning you need everything. Mm. And then not even really just you need everything, but the feeling of, oh, you're supposed to do that. The entitlement. Oh, yeah. Because my dad to this day, if I need an oil change, he don't. (laughs) When I was living with my dad, I'm telling y'all, grass cut. Even when I had my own apartment, he'll come and do what I needed done. Mm -hmm. There was not me asking him, hey, did you wash your car this week? No, I ain't wash it. I'm going to come get it. It's So all my previous relationships, they were people who did. Did, but it was was based off of I'm going to set her schedule so I can control what she does. Because she is mine. Yeah. I was property. You get what yeah. I'm saying? And I no longer wanted to be that. So I needed to get a loan, detox from the way. And, you know, I went back to my parents and everything. We had a whole, it's it's that being alone with yourself, you really see like, dang, girl. Yeah, you really, real. you really call the pen out here. Like, you're real dependent. And then, <laughs> so, and I wanted to be I N D E So, uh, <laughs> but I had to get alone and recognize that even in, in, in my next relationship, I never wanted him to have the pressure of everything when so, I was well enough to do something to it. So, let's go a little bit deeper. I get a bunch of personal information. I know CJ, I've known CJ pretty much half of my life. CJ is a guy, he would naturally be that guy he for would. you because that's just who he is yes. in general. Mm-hmm. At the core of my brother's heart, he will wash your car, change your gas, pay all the bills, all let the you things. wake up, go to sleep, do nothing around there. And you're still saying, I still don't want to be no, that woman. I'm not going to do it to him. Why though? When I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, correct me if I'm wrong, and, and put it in the comments, put it in the comments below. <laughs> I think a lot of ladies... I would say a lot. I'd probably say half of the single ladies today mm-hmm. want to be that woman. 
mm-hmm. where they do not have to do princess treatment. Yeah, soft it is life. Soft, life. Soft, soft life. Soft life. Era. All I do is just wake up. Let's just be real. It's my show. I, ain't, I, I was about to say something I can't say. It's my show. Yeah. Um, they just want to have sex mm-hmm. and get up and do nothing. Yeah. I mean, I did that for a long time. But what I'm saying is, isn't that what you're looking for? What me? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, listen. Isn't that what you're looking for? Let's keep it a buck. We're gonna have great sex, me and my wife. But at the same time, I don't. I don't want my wife to work a nine to five job. If she comes to me and says that's what she wants to do, I'm cool with that. Uh, But I want me and my wife to work together and build together in our home. I don't want another man or a woman telling my wife what she can or can't do. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Um, and that's even how I run my business. So, like, you know, when Alex hits me and says, hey, his wife got to do something, the kids, hey, take care of your business. Mm-hmm. I never want to control. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Mm-hmm. But I do believe, though, to Joy's point, there's a lot of ladies who are like, yo, I want that soft life. But you said that's a liability. And I don't feel speak like to the queens, I, lady. Y'all I speak feel to like them. in this speak. day and age, like of course, because I'm 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 in my later thirties. But when I was twenty years old, I mean, you know, <laughs> yeah, nigga. I was doing my thing, so, <laughs> and I wanted to go on trips. No, I didn't want to work, but I was in another country every month, you know, because mm. the arrangement was once a month international trip. You show up here, but like I said, it was controlled, mm. right? Because when you mess with people who have all that money, it's there, you think that they're saying, okay, when you get that ten thousand that week, because he just said he goes, he goes, I'll do whatever. You get that money, but honest, there's a CPA. Yeah. There's people. There's a business. Absolutely. And you become business, not a lover, mm-hmm. not a friend. You become business, and once they realize, when they sit down, they're like, dang, fifty thousand. It's a line item. Mm-hmm. Fifty thousand with the joy. You above the line. What? Yep. <laughs> you know, and then they start going, dang, a hundred thousand with the joy in a month. And I'm like, <laughs> cut that off. Give it to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. And I just wanted to build on my own, have some, you know. Yeah. I'm not, I don't want to do that to a person, yeah. especially when I love them. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. because I was raised that way, it felt normal to me. Mm. You align to, item, Patrice? To do that. So. She said, no, I, she said, I have line items. Have I'm not a line item. And then this day and age, oh, I don't have line items. <laughs> I thought you said you were dating. Would you ever catch up a man and be like, yo, go get your hair cut? Would I? I mean, I've given gifts to people. No, that's not the question. Would you but like cash? Better for not ever give me for a haircut? Go get a haircut. No. What? One of the things on my list. Why not? I mean, it just wouldn't even occur like, to me. Like, you said, like, we cast that girl, hey, go get your nipples. Yeah, go get your nipples. That just wouldn't uh, occur to me. I'm just wondering yeah. if it's like. Or sometimes it's cuz, like, like, here, just yeah. like. I mean, but I, I love small thought gestures. I like I'm the queen of a small thought gesture. I don't need it. But I'm just like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Not everyday things no like that, but I like to make small thoughtful gestures. Yeah, so yeah. Like, what is a small thoughtful? Yeah, because you just said just, a haircut that would never occur to you. But it just like, wouldn't occur to me. It wouldn't occur to me. Like, let me uh, give him thirty dollars for a haircut. Thirty dollars. <laughs> How much is a haircut? What's going on, fam? It's your boy Anthony O'Neill. Have you ever wanted to uh, get into a new culture? Or are you even thinking about taking a trip and you really want to know what people are saying around you? Or maybe you're like me and you want to learn something new. I remember how hard it was to learn a language in school because the textbooks, 
it wasn't enough for me. Well, let me introduce you to my new friends over at Rosetta Stone. It's a top choice for learning languages and has been for over 30 years. Now you can use it right on your computer or on your phone. It's more than just trusting and remembering words. It's about getting deep into the language, being able to speak, listen, and even think differently. You see, Rosetta Stone has 25 languages from Spanish to French to even Japanese and a whole lot more. They even have this cool speech recognition called True Accent that helps you say things right. And there's a special deal just for you. A lifetime membership to all 25 languages for 50% off. So don't wait. Now's the perfect time to start learning a new language. My listeners can get this awesome deal for a limited time. Just go to rosettastone.com today. Start unlocking languages and traveling with no worries by going to rosettastone.com today. Let's forget about all these language barriers and let's get into today's show. What's going on, family? It's your boy, Anthony O'Neill. Now, before we get into today's show, I want to talk about something that's very important to me. You see, growing up, seeing folks who looked like me on TV, hearing them on the radio or reading their words, it showed me we could own our own narratives. It's more than just seeing black faces. It's about hearing our truths. You see, legends like Oprah and icons like Tyler Perry, they weren't just entertaining. They were mirrors of our resilience, our joy and our struggles. That's why NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths hits totally different. It's a whole vibe of celebration, capturing every shade of our experience. Imagine diving into the tales that speak to our soul, from the laughter and love to the real talk about what shapes us, from legends in the game to stories about our everyday heroes. This collection has no bounds. You see, recently I got to tune into an episode and let me keep it real with you. It's like sitting down with my family. The host, the stories, it's all about us and it's for us. It's real, it's raw, it's relevant, and it's uplifting. Showing every facet of being black in today's world. It's time to level up our playlist. After today's show, dive into Black Stories, Black Truths on NPR. Wherever you get your podcasts, Let's keep making sure our stories are told by us for us. Now, let's get to today's show. What's going on, family? Let's talk about something that's been buzzing in the tech world, AI safety and security. How do you feel about the rapid advancements in AI and the potential risk that it brings? Have you heard of the stories about AI being tricked? It's a real concern, but fear not because there's a real solution. AI Red Teaming. You see, AI red teaming is all about stress testing. You see, AI models and deployments to prevent unauthorized access and data leaks. It's about ensuring that your AI can't be tricked into providing information beyond its intended use. And guess what? You don't have to do it alone. My friends over at HackerOne has a community of over 750 active hackers specializing in AI security testing. You see, in a recent engagement, just 18 hackers identified over 100 valid findings in just two weeks. That's the power of ethical hackers. Wow. So if you want to ensure the safety and security of your AI deployments, look no further. Head over to HackerOne.com and explore their AI red teaming services. With strategic flexibility, rapid deployment, and a hybrid talent strategy, HackerOne has everyone, everything you need to safeguard your AI. Don't let AI keep you up at night. 
Visit HackerOne.com today and rest easy knowing that your AI is in safe hands. I'd rather a girl fly me out if she's not my girlfriend. If she is my girlfriend, I'm not gonna let her fly me out. Because mm. at that point, I feel like, okay, dang, you, you flew me out, you ain't my girl. Okay, cool. I'm gonna come out. I appreciate that. I'm gonna take you more serious now. Oh, I see what you do. But once it's time, I do. Once we built, and I know I rock with you, yeah. now I don't want you to have to do anything. Because now, yeah. like, I trust you and I rock with you. Yeah. But if I don't, if I don't know you like that and we get to know each other, I'm not trying to do too much in like financial investing. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. So, I can see that. I can see that. I don't know. I mean, cause you, that's yeah. when you know a woman isn't, it's not about the money to her when she's <laughs> also doing like giving some of her resources. Yeah. 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 I ain't saying like, you know, take me on a shopping spree, nothing like that, but just a little, even a little small. Justice. That's a good perspective. Yeah. It keeps yeah. your money in a bank account. I like that perspective. Yeah. Um, the guys, uh, were upset with something that I said, which I knew that was going to happen. Um, and, and I tend to say stuff that I think triggers people. And that's cool. Um But I said that, and I asked Mason this earlier, like, do you, do you think two broke people should be dating? And I asked him that because I knew they got married at 15. So I totally understood that kind of stuff. You think they got married at 15? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I knew they started dating at 15. Yeah, they right. like, I knew that. I knew that. I knew right. that. Right. You know, right. Uh, V and Alice got married, you know, young. But I totally disagree that two broke people in their 30s should be dating. I, I even went a, a step further and I said, I'm curious your thoughts on it because the guys just completely hated me, but the ladies actually loved it. Mm -hmm. I said that I believe that every black man should strive mm -hmm. to make at least $100,000 a year. Yeah. I didn't say that that's the bar before you start dating, but I, I did say that if you're broke, if you cannot live, pay rent, pay for transportation, have food on your table, and have electricity, you cannot afford to even date. Mm -hmm. In your thirties, because how are you going to bring someone like Patrice, someone like a Joy, over? Well, she's taken someone like a Patrice over to your house, right? You know what I'm saying? Because now it's going to be more electricity, more yeah, water, more water yeah. and you're still struggling to pay your stuff. So I'm like, I don't think broke people should. When I say broke, meaning you cannot do the basics. Yeah. Then I went a step further and said, and I think once you get past the basics, cool date, but we should be striving to make at least a hundred thousand dollars. It's a hundred thousand dollars a year. It's only eight thousand. $333 a month, gross down to about $5,500 net. With, 25, with, today, yeah, hey, with today, 
I mean, a mortgage payment is going to be three, yeah. four grand. Right. Yep. Yeah. Right. So I'm like, do you all believe with the statement when I say, or was I wrong or should I have articulated differently about one, broke people shouldn't be dating in their 30s. Uh, and then two, a man should be striving to make at least six figures. I'm, I'm still, I'm semi-traditional. So I think it's fine if a woman is broke and she's dating. Uh, as long as she's not a, as long as she's not a, oh, she's just, she's not, adding or bringing something to the relationship, whether she's, you know, seeing how she can like serve that man, help that man. I think it's totally fine if a woman is broke. Cause I don't believe a woman's primary objective relationship wise is finances. Um, I mean, if, they, if they're blessed then that's cool, if they can add that, but I don't believe that's, I don't believe that's a woman's requirement, but I, yeah, I agree. I don't think a man should be broke and should be dating. I mean, that was why my objective when I basically realized, yo, I'm, I'm broke. I was like, okay, what's the fastest way for me to get to six figures to where it makes sense? Okay, boom, tech industry. Bye. And I went that route. Yeah. And then even while I was getting, before I was in the industry, I was making videos back then telling dudes, obviously my content isn't about this now, right. but I was openly telling dudes, y'all, we need to get our bag up. Yeah. I was like, we, we, need, we need to be making more. We need to be able to do more so we can be providers. Yeah. So yeah, I don't think men, and again, I love it. You said strive. Obviously people will get triggered, but it's like, yo, it's the striving aspect. Where it's like, yo, even if you fall below, maybe you hit 85, 90, somewhere, whatever. It's like, as long as you're striving for that. And so, because, yeah, I mean, what you, what you, what you going to be doing, like, in terms of date-wise? I mean, like, you can't the average date, depending on where you go to, like, the average date at, like, just decent restaurant. I mean, if each of y'all get two drinks, each of y'all get an appetizer, each of y'all get a main course, that's about 250 that's right there. Yeah. And that's almost what, what 100K is, like, if you do it day by day. So, if, mm-hmm. so literally... If you're going just even on a on a just a date and you're making like like far below 100k, mm-hmm. you just spent two or three days worth of work just for a date. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I look at it like that. What's if you're dating to get married? If your intention is to get married? If you're broke, why are you trying to date in the first place? Mm. Because if I am, if you're presenting to me that you know you want to date me and the same me and Alice are not married, um, how can I help you? If you don't even, if you're broke, you clearly don't know your purpose. Mm. You don't know what you're called to do on this earth. Uh-oh. So how can, if your your intention is to marry me, as if we're dating, well, how can I be your helpmate? How can I elevate your business? How can I elevate you as a person to get to where you truly need to be on this earth? So it's no point of me dating you if you're broke. Because clearly you don't even know what you want for yourself. And that's twofold. Because there's also an experience factor that comes along with that. Like, in order for her to... In order for her to identify mm-hmm. what the talent is in me, she has to have experience. Mm-hmm. She has to have experience. So when she identified like, hey, you know, and I was making good money. I mean, I was deploying, doing all that stuff, making great money. Mm-hmm. But our life elevated 10x based on her experience and for her to say, babe, you know what? I see this in you. Mm-hmm. You, you left it home. You this. can sell anything. Not, not, you not need to sell houses. But it's crazy because it's not even me identifying it in me. She's like, you can sell. And I'm like, you're right. I've been selling. Mm-hmm. But he was selling small things. Like, I need you to think bigger. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know what I mean? But, but look, not, 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 just the, not just in a vending machine. You know, not I'm like, I'm like hey, let's go get this vending machine business. Like, yeah. But that's what, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. But I'm like, no, uh, we can sell houses. Like, let's sell commercial real estate. Uh, let's yeah. do that. Like, yeah. let's sell. Some he's like, margins. Like, exactly. exactly. Yeah. You know what? The, yeah. the wow. thing that they got to set about. Where did the motivation come from? 
because you recognize that talent in him. What they got upset about during the episode that Anthony and I did was that I said, I feel like my place is to help elevate a man's vision. Mm -hmm. And people said, a man doesn't need you to blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, actually. Yes, they do. A testament to that is where we are today. And I would 100% agree with you that, yes, there are tons of men out there who can identify and do these things on their own, but most men cannot. So you need that woman to identify that in you and to elevate you there. Like I am a visionary. She will put it in place. I execute. And that's what the man is there to do. You are there to execute day in and day out. You are there to execute and she is there to help. And the help is through identifying the talent. The help is to um, leverage and make sure that everything that you do every day has nothing to do with whatever tasks are within the home. We have three daughters. And I love my daughters dearly. I take care of them. I'm there when I can be. And when I'm not, I'm taking care of what I need to take care of. So I 100% believe that, yes, that is one of the most important roles in the household for the woman is to be able to identify that talent so that you can elevate. And six figures, I'm talking on the upper end. Like when we hear six figures, most people think, like you just said, it's, everyone thinks $100,000. Yeah. Right, right. I'm not thinking $100,000. If, if I'm in a marriage yeah. and I am with a woman who is God-fearing, talented, and can identify that in me, that six figures is on the other end of it. Yeah. I'm talking 999000 Yeah, right, right, right. right, right, right. Yeah. So... You know, and, and once she actually came into the business was the year that that was the first year that we netted a million dollars. Oh, wow. You know, the, gay, gay. what I'm going to say to that <laughs> is wow. for any guy that says that's not what a woman's supposed to do, get in a relationship with somebody that does the opposite. Ooh. And that right, would also because be. That's when you'll find out the value of it. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? That's the truth. Yeah. And, that's so good. And, and then for the other part, because I, I want to just touch on this about the mm -hmm. two broke people dating. Yeah. My only exception would be. If if it's a season or if it's been their life. Mm. I feel you. So, all right, my man been winning. He going through a season. All right, cool. You may give him a little time to see if that's, if he going to bounce out of it. But if it's been their life mm -hmm. and they in their 30s. That's yeah. all they know. You, that's back that's to all they know. Now, now, so now I start, yeah, because now, cause I always look at like my person is always attracted to that. I'm like, okay, there's something that's broken in you. Because you like either a fixer, or you like projects, yep. you know, stuff like that. But other than if it's not a season, I would probably say you need to be like, like Cyrus said, you need to be focusing on getting your money up to at least decent status. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I think it's tough Let's, to tell I don't, you. I don't say why dudes are triggered. Why dudes are triggered and they feel like, well, I can be broke and still date women. Let's keep it a buck. Many times it's a coping mechanism. Many times they want to they wanna be distracted by a cute girl. They want all the romance. They want to feel the femininity. Mm -hmm to cope with the fact that, that they're not stepping it up in certain ways. And I even say that about myself at that point in time. That's why I had to chill out mm -hmm. and focus and lock in. And so to the people, like I, I love what you were just saying where you were sharing the value of your wife and, and how she was able to like help you in terms of your vision and grow things further. And I think about like dudes who aren't married and they're thinking, okay, oh, I'm 30, I'm 28, I'm 32, whatever. And I'm, I'm broke, I'm not making a certain amount of money. <laughs> How am I supposed to grow and elevate without that vision in my life? Yeah. And I would think, because I'm thinking back to myself when I was Lyft driving, like, okay, nine times out of 10, broke dudes are hanging out or hanging around with broke, broke dudes. It's like, okay, if you don't have that woman in your life, because you shouldn't be, you shouldn't be dating. It's not encouraged you should, should be dating. 
if you don't have that woman in your life, you could probably have a version of that in reading books, a version of that and not hanging around trash dudes that ain't trying to go. Cause it's, it's cool to hang with broke dudes, but they all need to have a vision and all oh, should be going after it together exactly. and encouraging one another, inspiring one another. But if you are hanging with broke dudes and, and they're just cool okay. with where they're at, yeah. or they're just talking about nonsense or BS, okay. it's like, yo, you need to change who you're hanging with. You need to change the, like what you are consuming. Mm -hmm. And I'm not even talking about just television, but it's like, yo, what are you watching on YouTube? What are you following on social media? You know, what's inspiring you? So it's like, yeah, none of that can, none of that can substitute having a valuable wife like what you have, but th that's enough that it can help that man elevate and start to shift his vision enough mm -hmm. that then income wise and just that mindset and that potential, like what we talked about a couple of times offline, that potential can really elevate him to then be at a point to date properly. Yes. I'm, I'm going to give guys the formula. Here's the, here's the formula for everybody. All right. Yeah. You want It's easy to tell how much money you need to make based on a lady's color of her seat. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were going to say oh, her okay. toenails. <laughs> What's the color of your seat, right? What color of your seat? If she has cloth seats in her car, and this is her car, I ain't talking about your car. If she has cloth seats in her car, you can make below six figures. Yes. Now, if she has leather seats, the ladies got standards. You have to be making at least six figures. Basic joints. Just leather, 100,000. Now, if she has colored leather seats, Multiple six figures, especially yes. if it's beige or red. Multiple what? six figures. Yes. But listen, listen. Yeah. Somebody, somebody said, somebody said, oh, well, I got a Toyota and it's got red seats. I'm like, nah, yes. Right. But if you bought the red seats in the Toyota, that means you wanted a Porsche. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you know what I'm saying? Like you really want it because they don't want it. You want the fancy car, like because oh the fancy God. car got the red seats, so right. you want that style. Right, right. Now, if she's got colored seats with the sign in the back. Mm. Now, now, if you see some uh, the stars in the ceiling, you just you know so you gotta be multi multi. Some of them go from the back all the way to the oh, from but the, listen, to the back. Find a girl that's like, oh, I got club seats and I and, and I'm cool with you making whatever. Now they can always go up, but what color your seats? My seats are black. What, They're black is it leather? leather. Yeah, he at least gotta make six figures. The, oh, is the okay. is the is the, is the car we'll of they're beige that, is it, leather in the, is it in the and I got the panel yeah. so color no, no. yep so you need him to be six to multiple six figures what color seats you got uh -oh. black leather dang at least got made come on baby what you got come on oh see and the emblems in her headrest and she's got multiple colors she got multiple leather got white piping so I think I think it's a simple formula just to know what were you looking at. You know what I'm saying? You know if you're ready for it or not. But so, yeah. so this, just just one more piece on this that I, I want to make sure that we convey to. I've, I think that one thing um, for me uh, in my 30s that propelled me further than a lot of my counterparts was being in a relationship early. Mm. So mm. people look at it and they say, oh, you got married young. You didn't experience life. No, I did. Mm. I experienced it in a different way. I matured very quickly. I made yeah. money very quickly. Mm. I started my family very quickly and very early. So a lot of the clubbing and the, you know, doing all of those things early when that was what my friends were doing, I was more so focused on career and the family life, which propelled me forward a lot quicker. I matured a lot quicker because 
I was married and had this woman in my life. So yep. I think that that is also another part of that is that the, the, the longer you wait sometimes and not saying that early marriage is for everybody, but sometimes the longer you wait, yeah. You're gonna be delayed. Yeah, we get yeah. stubborn too. Yeah, you're gonna be delayed. Because here's what I will say. Here's what I'll say. Here's what I'll say. Just imagine. Mm-hmm. He laying there for this. Just imagine, had you have gotten married early and you were still on the track that you're on, I do you think that you would be? I would have got divorced. Wealthier? No, I would have got divorced. Mm-hmm. If I would have married that particular individual, I would have got divorced. Mm-hmm. Mm, that's real. And I think that would have derailed everything. My potential. And and I think there is an aspect. When I look at my sister, she got married at 22 to Glenn, and they've been married for 10 plus years now, and their mm-hmm. net worth is is far millions, right? I think it's not really about the marriage. And I'm speaking from a life perspective. I think it's about are you living the life that you are supposed to live, whether that's married or not married. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, are you in your lane doing your speed? Because I think sometimes single people will hear that and then we'll get married mm-hmm. and then we'll end up in a divorce yeah. because we want what y'all have. But y'all two were in your lane for the direction God wanted you two to go through. You oh, know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think for me, if I would have married that particular individual, I would still be a youth pastor today. I was about to say, and the I church would, kept coming up in my spirit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I, I wouldn't be where I'm at today yeah. because I would not have wanted to leave where I was at. I would have stayed where I was at, and I believe God has me here. Now, rewind, I should be married today. Hmm. And, it, and the only reason why I'm not married today is because of myself. Hmm. It's not because of a woman. It's not because I couldn't find a woman. It was because, really, I said I wanted to be married, but I really wasn't moving internally like I wanted to be married. Mm-hmm. But I would definitely say to your point, you are absolutely right. Every wealthy person that is connected to me, one thing I see that is very common with them is they are truly a family man. Mm-hmm. They love their wife. They love their kids. They're not perfect. They get pissed off with each other, mm-hmm. but they have value and they value that family aspect. And the wife, literally, like your wife, like Victoria, like they add on to their their spouses. Look at LeBron James. We we don't see their arguments, but I know they done oh, yeah. flipped out on each other and went off on each other. You know what sure. I'm saying? And internally in behind closed doors. But LeBron James would not be LeBron James without his wife today. Man, the first you know what billionaire still playing. Exactly. It's crazy. Yes. You know what I'm saying? It's like when you look me when you look at that, it's like, 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 wow. You know, and it's like when I really look at all that, the the wealthy people around me, I'm like, okay, like my pastor, you know, I don't know their personal stuff. I know him and his wife, they argue. I mean, it's human, Mm -hmm. but he values marriage. Mm -hmm. And it's like, for me, I know for a fact, the level of my success today is going to triple. You know what I'm saying? When I do get married, because that's why I always encourage single people. When we go back to the Bible, I ain't trying to be spiritual, but Adam was doing his work. Mm-hmm. But God said, you can get there quicker. Mm-hmm. You can get there better. Mm-hmm. You can get there faster. Mm-hmm. Let me put you to sleep and bring you help. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, now, oh, how did that shoot. end? Oh, oh, that's 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 so that's 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 that
God knew it was going to be that way, but he did say it. Hey, that's what you said you want, okay? Did Adam ask for help? He got jealous. He's like, where's my helper at? Yeah, I see all these. The animals got helpers. Yeah. The got helpers. Where's my helper? Where's my help at? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I feel you, man. But I think, too, <laughs> hey, man, I think God can send us the help. <laughs> but I also think we can mess up the help that he sent us. Right. Mm-hmm. That's, That's a fact. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And and I think the helper who comes to help can can honestly turn toxic. Mm. So they can come for the right reason, yeah. but then end up doing the wrong things. Yeah.